Hey, all you lovely people. Welcome back to Milk and Screams. I am Jacob. And I am Kyle. And on this episode, we decided we're going to talk about Christmas. Christmas. It's it's getting closer to Christmas. It's getting closer to Christmas. Have you wrapped any gifts yet for people? Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I have two gifts out of a total of, like I think, nine that I need to get. Is, is one of them for me? No. I don't have your gift in the mail yet. Uh, Speaking of that, we need to go check our mail. I was we <laughs> keep forgetting. I was gonna say that earlier, and then I forgot to say it to you. <laughs> we have to check that. Oh god, there's so much stuff in the mail. That we I... probably have so much fan mail from all these <laughs> listeners. Yeah, if you want to send us mail, um, you're probably really lame, but we'll take your mail. <laughs> hey, don't say that. I'm I'll just, take anything. I'll take mail. I'll take mail. Mail time. We'll we'll have to, we'll have to think of a fun mail name when we do mail time. Whenever we get fan mail. Right. Do we do we have to come up with a theme song as well? <sighs> That's hard. <laughs> I'll th- we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. How okay, about good, that? Good, good. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so welcome back, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed last episode. Um, to give you a quick little update, Kyle's out of vid. Yeah, we're, we're face-to-face again Which recording is, this. It feels good because I feel like last episode was <laughs> so weird. I was literally – I was staring at a wall, and I – I said it then, and I'll say it now. I wish you could have seen the fury in my eyes <laughs> in the middle of that conversation. I, I just, I just wanted to strangle you, yeah. and you couldn't see my fingers tightening. Ugh, I just, I couldn't express the rage that I wanted to. But and, we're back. Yeah, and uh, just to give you a little, another little update, I have watched, I think now six, DreamWorks movies. I, I plan on rewatching even the ones that I've watched before. Um, so in total, I've watched. Six, five, five. So, um, that video will probably not come out till next year. I'm gonna be honest, uh, but it's gonna be a good one. I have a feeling we, uh, there's still lots of stuff that I have not talked about yet, and I'm really excited to, bring, to go for a part. Yes, two. we'll we'll reserve all your opinions for the episode where we where we bring it all back. Yes. Um. So, without further ado, I think it's just time to get into Christmas stuff okay. because first of all. This everyone was saying at the beginning of the year that like even like Black Friday and like Christmas wasn't going to be the same this year. True. I don't think that's the case. Why not? <laughs> well, be, number one, because you know, I feel like you can still go get stuff if you want to go get stuff. I feel like it's not it, nothing's hindering you at this point. Well, I mean, a lot of stores do do have their capacity, especially on Black Friday. A lot of stores set a percentage capacity limit so that people weren't just bunched up on each other trying yeah. to get into a store so like that was different in general because it wasn't a lot of stores weren't nearly as sworn and chaotic and deathly but i don't understand why you can't either a buy it online i don't i don't understand when people i mean i understand why people go to stores like I'm, i completely understand it but the deals are the same online, if not better sometimes. Yeah, that's why I, I, I hate Black Friday. I, I just hate shopping in general. If I'm in a store for more than 30 minutes, I've been there too long, and I will leave. Well, I don't mind shopping. I actually like shopping. I like perusing. I like looking at stuff. And I like spending money. It's just <laughs> it's just what I like to do. But on, online, it's just it's it's unparalleled how easy it is. Yeah, and, you and don't once, once it became super easy, they started making Cyber Monday which right. for the same deals as Black Friday stuff, just on Monday and online. I do... A lot, a lot of my shopping online for Christmas, yeah. Yeah, but like, like people were so worried at the beginning of the year, but they're like not being anything available, and like I feel like that's not even a, a problem at all. Well, I think I think 
I think that the that the main concern for a lot of people for Christmas being different is their ability to actually be with their families. That's fair. Because so many people live away from their families and um, can't go back and travel via just uh, a car and safely traveling to home. They live yeah. on opposite ends of the country or even opposite ends of a state and they can't make the drive for whatever reason. Um, and they won't go to an airport because of, you know, because of the, the vid. vid, the daggum vid, stupid vid guys vaccines coming hold tight i will i will be the first one i will be the first one as soon as they roll it out i put that needle in my arm i'm ready yeah i'm ready for this i i'm not scared at all i i think uh and and it's not like i've done like extensive research but i've done enough research to where like all my fears of anything are quelled um so yeah i i, I feel pretty good and, it, and it's and it's a feat i i think it's I think it's not being talked about enough how it's just a feat of human ingenuity and just the smartest people working as fast as humanly possible breaking their backs. They really need to get like some kind of metal. Yeah, that's a crazy fast vaccine. That's like, crazy fast. Like, and and the fact that you know very well it could end up being free or little to no cost. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, it kind of blows your mind that something that was this huge in scale for this long of a period of time is very close to being remedied for the general public for not a lot of not a lot of pocket change. Well, it, someone's paying for it, but it's not going to come out of the people's pocket. Oh, for sure, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. as the, as the consumer, I don't I don't know what we are technically to this vaccine. Technically, you would be a consumer. But as yeah. the consumer, it's not going to cost us that much to get rid of this. Just trying to wipe this year away from our memories with one needle in the arm. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be okay soon, guys. Just hang tight. <laughs> the way I said that made it sound like the vaccine is just gonna wipe our 2020 memory. It's not. Wouldn't that be great? It's not actually <laughs> something that fixes COVID. It just gets rid of our memory for 2020, and that's <laughs> good enough. It's good enough. So, so uh, Christmas, I guess, uh, for some people, might be a little bit different. But, f- but why? Why look at Christmas this year when you can look back at Christmas past? Exactly. So we wanted to talk about something that we kind of, I think we both kind of hold it dear, but I think you more than me. Uh, holiday movies. Oh, yeah. Holiday movies are oh, dope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love me some Christmas movies. Uh, we we want to talk about some of our favorites. Um, I think you're going to be surprised by some on my list because I, I try not to go the traditional route. Okay. Uh, not not saying like you know oh friggin Avengers and games a Christmas movie <laughs> it's just I'm just I I went some some of them are not traditional okay okay so um I'm we're just gonna go go kind of go through and go through a list and just talk about some of our our favorites so Kyle I'll go ahead and let you let you start okay I'll give I uh, I'll give my well you want to go back and forth five five four four uh three, sure three, I have more than five. Okay, so I, just, I did a top five, but I can do more than five because I also put on some honorable mentions on there, my list. There we go. But we can do that. I'll just go ahead and I'll start with my list that I actually put in top five. Cool. So my um, <clears throat> number five <laughs> on my holiday movie list is the first Santa Claus movie with Tim with Allen. Tim Allen. Okay. That is a. It is it. I would cons. I I want to use the term. I want to keep the term classic sacred. So I'm not going to say that it's a classic Christmas movie, but it is a movie that is classic in my household and in my life specifically. We hold I hold that movie in very high regard. It's a good one. I think it's a great movie. 
I think that's some of Tim Allen's best work. Yeah, I'm here though too. Outside of Toy Story, um, that's very true. Yeah. It's some it's some high quality, high quality Christmas, and just like the whole, the whole like theory or theory idea that um, Santa Claus has met a bunch of different people, and the person that is Santa Claus is the last person that murdered Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I think is really yeah. funny. It, it's a really good movie. And it's fun. I haven't watched the movie in a while. Notably. I, I thought about putting it on my list, but I really haven't watched it in long enough to be like, you know, I love this movie. I, I, d- I definitely hold it in high regard. It's just, you know, it's so good. Two and three are kind of meh, but the first yeah. one is a banger. Love, love that movie. Yeah. Very good movie. I, I think that's a, uh, that's kind of indisputable. And like as far as Christmas movies go, because there is a lot of garbage. There There's really is. So much trash. Basically anything that has ever premiered on Hallmark, I hate it. Well, I think any that, of those. To be fair, it's not made for twenty two year old men. It's made, you know, for other for women mostly, I guess, in a sense. I bet you there's some men out there who dig it, but Oh, for sure, probably. But I am not one of them. Yeah. It's definitely not our demographic. No, I mean, that's I, for sure. I've seen quite a few of them as well. Just really? I know my mom likes to just kind of have them on because I, I swear like 18 of them have Kristen Chenoweth and she loves Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah. And so a lot of those are on just kind of all the time. You know what movie I haven't seen and I should have watched it before we put we made this episode? What's that? Klaus. It's the animated one on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I haven't seen it, but I was actually looking through a list of Christmas movies to make sure I didn't miss anything from my memory. And that popped up, and I was like, oh, I haven't seen that, but whatever. We have to watch that. That's stupid. I don't know why I didn't <laughs> think about watching that before this episode, because I probably would have really liked it. It's an animated, an animated movie. I'm going to go ahead and recommend it. I've never seen it, but re- I recommend it. Okay. <laughs> watch go, it, guys. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first one on my list is Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That was on my honorable mentions. Really? Your yes. honorable mentions? Yes, it's in my honorable mentions. It's a great movie. Yeah, that's that's a classic. And there's so many lines in that movie that my family quote around Christmas. Mine too. <laughs> even if we don't even if we don't watch the movie, it's such a quotable movie. It's and so and good. there there are a lot of I mean that's this that movie's a series, right? Uh Yes, they have a, a bunch of different like lampoons, vacation or whatever. Yeah, uh, but there's just the one Christmas one. Yeah, right. I was, I was uh, the lampoons vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of them. Um, those are so good. I, I really like the comedy. It's, it's my cl- my favorite part is when they ask, uh, oh, the grandma, what's her name, when uh, they're about to eat dinner, and they, and they they ask her to pray, and she goes. I pledge allegiance to the flag, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and um, the cat and the carpet, and the uh, the uh, the brother. He like he kind of looks so confused, and then he <laughs> he like he stops folding his hands and puts, puts his, his hand, hand over his heart. <laughs> you know what? I should do that at Christmas dinner this year. I should ask to say grace and start doing the pledge of allegiance. That'd be so funny. <laughs> I love the the quote. I don't know, Margot. Like that. Yeah. That's uh-huh. something my mom and dad say all the time to each other. It's such a sweet thing. Um, that movie's good. That's just such a good movie. That's a good movie. Yeah. I I feel like that's besides uh, Community, the TV show. That's like the only thing I've ever seen Chevy Chase in is those Lampoon movies. Chevy Chase. She's a uh, woman. Yeah. No. Oh. He is the Sorry. main character. He plays Mr. Lampoon. The, he, the father, I forget his name. That's Chevy Chase. Yeah. And he's in the community as well. I've never seen community. Yeah. I feel like those are the only two things I've ever seen with him in it. But he's, hmm. you know, this big name 
actor for however many years. Incredibly controversial because you know he's just an awful person. But I feel like there's a bunch I had of no idea he's an awful person. I've <laughs> only ever seen him in Lampooth Christmas Vacation. So. Well, I mean, I'd honestly, just keep it there. Don't ever look into him. Just keep your standard <laughs> of him there. You'll be happier. Okay, cool. <laughs> What's your next right. one? My uh, <clears throat> number four is the Home Alone duo, one and two, both Home of Alone. them. That is that is a sequel that did not flop. Home Alone 2, so good, so well done. And I think, I think one of the reasons... I think a very big reason why the sequel didn't flop mm-hmm. and was so good is because they didn't try to introduce new villains to Kevin. Like they put him in a new setting, but they wrote it to where the same villains actually found him in New York City. And then so the same chaos ensued where he right. just kind of screwed on him with a bunch of paint buckets and rollers and electricity. I just think it, they're all so funny. I love the scream. I think it's in the second one where he gets electrocuted and looks up and he just screams. Oh, the spider's on his face. And he screams. That's like one of my favorite sounds in movie history. And my family, we even quote the second one more than the first one. Really? Because um, – and the the best quote that there is for all of us, especially when we were little watching this movie, is when – He's walking through the house and Kevin has like set up all these traps and they were like renovating this apartment. So it's like three stories tall and there's a hole through each floor. And um, Marv, the kind of the stupider one with yeah. the big hair, he just steps and falls through the hole three stories <laughs> and he falls on his back. He looks up. He goes, wow, what a hole. <laughs> That's it. And it's so funny to us. It's so funny. It's crazy how like like roles that uh, are for comedic purposes like you can tell first of all nobody wrote that that's that's something that he came up with on the spot and it's so crazy he probably never thought about that that line again or maybe everyone on set had a laugh about it but like he never thought about it again and someone's family is quoting that at christmas time like that's just such a funny thing to think yeah about. it's it's all the time we'll do it when we um excuse me when me and my brothers were playing video games of any kind if we're just kind of running <laughs> and we fall somewhere we didn't know it was there we'll go wow what a hole yeah, just cause I, I those are those I will say are classic Christmas movies. I've got to admit I have not watched Home Alone in quite some time. Oh, uh, dude, well, we had we watched Home Alone one and two over Thanksgiving break while I was home. Really? Yeah, it was. I think it was the day of Thanksgiving. It was after the parade. We were making food, and the mm-hmm. Home Alone movies we just kind of had playing in the living room. Yeah, so good. We always have them playing at some point during during the holidays. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we watch movies. But like I said, we we don't watch. I mean, there's one we watch every year, and I have to, I had the one say for number one because that's just that's just no, the number one for me. Okay. Uh, but and I think it's definitely on your list somewhere. But regardless. Okay. Uh, uh, let's let's hear uh, let's hear your next one. Um, my <clears throat> next one is Scrooged, the one with um Bill Murray. Scrooge. Oh, you know what? I have never seen this movie. Really? But I have heard of this movie. It's it's down at the bottom of my list. I have not seen it in a long time, but I remember it being a very good touching movie and it's got some really funny comedy in it i don't have much else to say about it i just know that that movie is just good um like i said i've never seen it i do love me some bill murray though it's a good movie um that's really all i have to say about it okay great great you can go on to your next um number three which i'm gonna call this one a classic as well just for the sake of pretty much everybody loving this movie is elf elf so elf is my number one Elf is your number one. Yes. Okay. Because I have a pretty funny story about Elf, and I think it's pretty synonymous with everybody who's wa- ever watched Elf. The first time you view it, 
you just think, oh man, this movie is so, so stupid. Uh, correct. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the first time you view it, you're like, this is the dumbest premise and everything, and it's got really good actors, but why? You know, and it's it's <laughs> like, it's just so bad. But the second time you view it, it wears on you a little bit, and you actually start feeling emotions. And the acting's actually pretty good, and it's it's got good pacing, and it's got good actors. It's really really funny. Will Ferrell just takes it to a whole nother level. It's John Favreau. John Favreau directed it. Yep. Um, it's such such a good movie. I I, I, I we watch that one every year. Oh every yeah, we year. always we always watch it at some point because you have to. It's yeah. Elf. It's just so good, and I, and I think it, it's. <clears throat> It's definitely not what solidified Will Ferrell's career, obviously, but like it's one of his ho- like highest marks. Oh, for sure. Um, that and kicking and screaming. Yeah, <laughs> he's had a lot of movies come out, but I mean that that's just one of his like what he forever he'll forever be known for. It's it's almost like Robin Williams Aladdin like, or genie for yeah. Aladdin. Like that's just that's just his thing. Yeah, um, people like Will Ferrell, uh, Robin Williams, Tom Hanks. They have just this huge arsenal of movies that are all so good. So good. Did Robin Williams do any Christmas movies? Um, I don't think he ever did it. I'm I'm sure he might may have at some point, but in my brain, no, he never did a Christmas. You know movie. what I'm thinking of? At the end of Jumanji, there's a Christmas party that he go he's part of, and he's dressed as Santa Claus. Is there really? Yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. I remember. Yes, that's I what I'm that. thinking of. Okay, gotcha. God, I love Jumanji. I really want to watch Jumanji. Great again. movie. But yeah, those like people like that. Just they have this. Huge Huge, just I wouldn't call it a resume because I mean they don't even have to look for work. But just this <laughs> no. this huge arsenal of movies that are like majority bangers, right? And then anything that wasn't a banger was still pretty good. And then there are just a couple of a couple of misses, but right. everyone has those. Um, so yeah, Elf ended up being my number one. Uh, I'm excited to see what's in your top three because well, that is my number. Oh, three. number three, right? That's my number three. Um, but yeah, Elf's my number one. Uh, for number three, for me, I'm gonna go for Jim Carrey's Grinch. That is my number one. That's your number one. That is my so number kind one. Of switched him around. Okay, cool. Uh, this movie's incredible. It's such <laughs> a good movie. And here's the thing I'm noticing with the Christmas movies, at least that I've picked, mm-hmm. they are all incredibly quotable. Yeah. Like there's just there are things that happen that have never left my brain. And Grinch is one of those things. I can quote the entire scene where Lucy Lou comes into his cave and he's trying to scare her off. That entire scene, oh, that yeah. is one of the best scenes in cinematic history. I think I think we should just give an applause for Jim Carrey. Okay. Because yep. he's just he's just so good. What a guy. I wish we had a sound effect, but it's okay. <laughs> we don't need it. Maybe we'll add in post. Um, no, I absolutely will not do that. It's <laughs> <laughs> staying. <laughs> um, yeah, Jim Carrey's the best. And when you learn about like the logistics of that movie, it's kind of nuts because all that makeup it takes a lot, a lot of time to put on. This was really early too. Like when was this? Two thousand. Two thousand. So, like you think about it, cosmetics today works a lot differently. Yeah. And from what I understand with Jim Carrey, it was torturous. It was like eight hours that he would have to sit in makeup to get all that and, done. And then not only that, he had to act in it all day long mm. and then get done. And he did it for months on end. They actually hired, from what I understand, like a CIA uh, operative or an ex-CIA operative to help coach him with 
like working with torture because that's how painful and like arduous it was for him to work through this. Yeah, I mean it's it's so nuts. And, and it, a lot of people like to boycott the movie because like the, the the rumor is that he was kind of a nightmare to work with on set and he was just kind of mean to cast members and production team just because he was so frustrated with how much he was going through every day yeah. to be doing the movie. Um, I do not boycott the movie for those reasons. <laughs> I don't boycott it at all because it's the best Christmas movie. Well, I think I I don't think you need to boycott it to understand um, why he was acting like that. Oh, for sure. I mean, and I think Mike Myers had similar issues with Cat and Hat as well. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, he had Probably. just these crazy issues with like them putting him putting so much makeup on and cosmetics to to be the cat. Uh, you know, that's also such a good movie. Also, uh, a fantastic <laughs> movie and another Doctor Seuss book. So, I I love that movie. It's a good movie, quotable, performance is great, and the story is just a classic story, you know? Yeah, I will say, having talked about it, I do have the the original movie in my honorable mentions. Because the original, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the animated, mm-hmm. also an incredible movie. Some people prefer that one, and I'm not going to argue with them. Because, oh, no, for sure. I because just, that one's really good, too. I, I, I always lean more towards the comedic standpoint more than the classic, but right. that classic movie is still so so good. Also, you have to watch that every year as well. Yeah, I, that's such a good movie for sure. Um, so, oh, it's your turn now. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Well, so so this is the last one of my top five, and then like I said, I got plenty of my honorable mentions that we can talk about. Oh, you're right. Um, is what is my number two is a Christmas story. Mm. I love that movie. This one didn't make my list. I know it's a uh, a really like really good classic one. Yeah, I will deem this one a classic as well. It it uh I I don't think I've ever well I might I might have watched this one through once or twice I just don't remember it that well. Like the the leg lamp is obviously so classic, and him looking at the box and saying "fragile," <laughs> a classic a classic line that is only funny when you're watching the movie. Like I couldn't get a box at the front door that says "fragile," and say that. And anyone around me laugh at me saying that incorrectly on purpose. Right. It's just in this. It's just in the frame of this movie that that's funny. It's so good. It's a good movie. It's got a bunch of quotable moments and a bunch of just like pop culture, like you know, like it, it, it's standard to test. Like it's it's its own pop culture thing, like the bunny costume and like you'll shoot your eye out, kid. Bunny like, costume, a say uncle, the tongue that sticks to the pole. Yeah, those are all like things that we think about. When I can't put my arms down because he's got eighteen <laughs> jackets on. And and the oh they, at the end when they go to the Chinese restaurant because it's the only thing that's open on Christmas. Oh yes, the duck and they can't. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> Cut that, the head off. It's one of the best scenes because they just they can't sing the songs and he keeps trying to fix them. And I don't know if this is true. I don't remember if I read this or not. Maybe I'm making this up. But okay. I feel like at some point I read that they were actually trying to sing Christmas songs and they just couldn't get it right. And the mom like laughing at the table was laughing because they just couldn't get the Christmas songs right. And it was like her actual laughter. It Mm -hmm. wasn't like scripted that they couldn't do it right. And then she would laugh at them and then they would come in and cut the head off of the, off of the goose, the pecking duck. Yeah. Or the duck. Yeah. That they were served and they actually couldn't do it correctly, which I think is just so funny. Yeah. That's great. That's a good movie. Um, so I, I have, do I only have one more? Is that really it? I mean, like I said, I'm gonna I got, quite a few others that I want to I want to mention in the process but that was that was my five that I had in my 
in my order of okay. five, four, three, two, one. Uh, this isn't a movie, but okay. I don't like it. I don't like it already. Great. <laughs> uh, the SpongeBob Christmas episode Get for out. me is my like one of my top favorite Christmas artifacts. But, but, but we're talking about Christmas movies, Jacob. It, it, it's a special. I'll call it a special. Is that okay if I call it a special? Well, now I got to redo my list because I'd have to put the Madagascar Christmas special <laughs> on here, and, <laughs> and and the Shrek one for sure. No, the 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 SpongeBob Christmas special will always hold a place in my heart. It's so stupid. It's so funny. Dear Lord. Uh, the introducing Bikini Bottom to Christmas is just so genius. Um, the song in the in the episode's great. I'll always love it. I am. I do not think that I have ever seen this. It's it's a, it. The whole premise is Bikini Bottom's never had Christmas, and Sandy's like, "You guys never had Christmas?" And he, and SpongeBob's like, "No." And she's like, "Well, Santa's gonna come. Y'all better be ready." And then Sp- SpongeBob goes into town, like tells everyone about Christmas, and Squidward's like, "No, I don't want Christmas." Is that the same one where they say that claustrophobic means that he's afraid of Santa <laughs> yes. Claus? Yes. Okay. Yes. Then I have seen this. Yes. Okay. I thought that was just a normal episode of SpongeBob. It it, it might it, it's called the SpongeBob Christmas special because okay. the pirate comes out and he's like, "Oi!" Okay. Then yeah. I've definitely seen this. Yeah. It's it's a really funny and good and it's just it's just all it just really gets you in the spirit. I don't know. For me, it does. It's just like really nostalgic. Okay. Um. That's I, my that's my guy. I love it. I mean, I haven't watched that episode in the good lord knows how long but i i don't think that would even that wouldn't make it even close to my list just because there are things that are so much better to do with christmas than that well well, like that's the thing with me like i i specifically remember looking for this on the tv guide every year at christmas time i specifically remember like looking for this about christmas special every year and every every year that i watched it it was always it was it was always my favorite to watch you know, I. No, we we have. I, you know what? I'm I'm getting us back on track of things that are really Christmas. Oh, we're okay. coming back. We're so coming you're gonna back. go like that then? We're coming back. Jesus. We're coming back. Oh no! That was a terrible thing to put on your list. No, it wasn't. I hate it. It was number two. Your list is poop. No, it's not. <laughs> There's half of my list is your list. Yeah, but that made it poop. No, I didn't. All right, all right. I'm gonna go through some stuff that I also watch almost every year. Okay. Um. Okay, so these are all kind of in the same vein. Are Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and uh, what's it called? The Year Without Santa. Those three, like, those claymation movies. I just put Rudolph. I think Rudolph is my my family's go-to. I love Rudolph. I love all three of those, and they're so good. Like, Santa Claus is Coming to Town has just the a very classic song that, you know, you put one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a good song and then the year without santa claus with the the snow miser and heat miser yes. that song so good so good i think rudolph is just really it has a good message and the acting's good and there's so many one-liners in that one <laughs> like <laughs> you're late for off practice like it's <laughs> such a good line um and the, the Rudolph's the one with the the yeti or like the snow monster, right? Yes, it's the one with the snow monster, and then they go to the island of misfit toys. Yes, and it's yeah. such a good, that's such a good movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. That's one we watch almost every year too. Yeah, I think I watch. I probably watch all three of those 
every year, definitely for sure. Um, one I put in my honorable mentions that I recently come into deep uh, contact with, like I I performed in part of it, is uh, it's a wonderful life. Oh, I didn't even put that on here. I love that movie. Yeah, it's a love that movie. It's a wonderful life is an interesting one because it kind of tears the line between Christmas movie and not Christmas movie. Um, yeah, for sure. So, uh, I, I I was a part of a production of It's a Wonderful Life, a part of the radio play, um, and then that year we actually watched the movie, and the movie's pretty good, and it. It never won an Oscar, but it was nominated for Oscars back in the day. Yeah, the movie was very good. I had, I honestly had didn't see it until maybe two years ago. Yeah, it was it was Christmas time, and I was like, you know, I've never seen this movie. I'm gonna watch it because I think it was on Amazon Prime. Yeah, and I could watch it. So good, such a good movie. I think because they sing "Auld Lang Syne" in the movie, that it technically would count as a Christmas movie. I think it's just if you sing "Auld Lang Syne," you probably <laughs> just are a Christmas movie. But the reason why we think it's a Christmas movie today is because in the '80s. Uh, the TV companies that were like a part of like just your TV channels, like your three channels or whatever, always would take off on Christmas, and they would just play royalty-free movies all day long on loops. So one of them that would happen to play is "It's a Wonderful Life," and it was a classic at the time. You know, in the '80s, you know, it came out like what the '40s or something like that. So it was a classic, and it would play 24 hours on like one TV station on a loop, and. It, people were turn on the TV and see It's a Wonderful Life and watch it every year. And that's just how it became a classic. It wasn't because it's just this, you know, great Christmas movie. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I know it takes place during Christmas time, but I think also because of, like, the message that right. is given at the end, it becomes more Christmas because it's the very same message. It's in the same vein of, like, A Christmas Carol. Right. Which is another one I have here. Is yeah. Any movie, not any movie, but... I mean, even the animated one that they did. Uh, how long ago was that? Animated Christmas Girl. Yeah. The oh, that's one. That's also has Jim Carrey. Jim right? Carrey. Yeah. I don't know. It's like maybe ten years ago now. But also a really great movie. But same message in that that it is in a wonderful life. You know, he comes back and he appreciates everything more, and you know, blah blah blah. blah. Just a Christmas Carol is much more forward about it being a Christmas message. Right. But yeah, it's a wonderful life. Is a Great choice. I didn't. Even, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, I kind of had to. I, I think Christmas Carol is great. We can talk about Christmas Carol now because probably your next one. Yeah, I just since we're on the topic, um, love Christmas Carol. And then, what's your favorite adaptation? I don't. I don't know. That Jim Carrey one really is so good. But I mean, honestly, my favorite adaptation is uh, the one that I was in when I was seven years old at our church. <laughs> uh, me too. We did. Yeah. Obviously, my favorite. I've been in that show so many times. It's it, it, it kind of that's why it didn't even, it didn't even make my honorable mentions because I just been, been <laughs> I've been in it so many times. It's just not even like a classic to me anymore. Um, I think the Muppet Christmas Carol is my favorite. My favorite. I haven't watched it that many times, but the Muppet Christmas Carol is really good. I've never seen the Muppet Christmas Carol. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> yeah, I think you need to get out. What do you mean you've never seen it? I don't know. I don't really. I've never really cared about the Muppets, to be honest with you. That was the Muppets never, are really funny. I mean, that that You're, was. You've been friends with Douglas for how long, and he never showed you the Muppet Christmas Carol? I mean, maybe he did. I just if if I ever saw it, I don't remember a single bit of it. I'll so, say that much. You know, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, Rizzo, Rizzo the Rat. He's a part of the Muppets. Yes. <laughs> In the credits. He's credited as Rizzo the Rat playing himself. 
They're all playing them. I, what? Well, no, no. Like like Kermit the Frog plays, you know, uh, whoever. Uh, un- uh, Uncle. No, he plays the other guy. Uh, his 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 brother. What's his name? Oh, uh, Crockett? Crockett. Crockett. Yeah. Yeah, Uncle Crockett. He plays him. Uh, so. <laughs> Rizzo the Rat as himself. That's so funny to me. All right. I guess I would have to watch it to understand that. But as of right now, I get nothing out of that. Cool. Go ahead. Go ahead. Your next one. Do you have any others that you had on your list? Let me see. Because Christmas Carol was the one from mine. I don't think so. Okay. I have Grinch, Wonderful Life, SpongeBob. Then I've got. I'll put Charlie Brown down. Oh, Charlie Brown. That's another great one. Yeah, the good one. Great one. Um, Frosty. Frosty Snowman. Great Anima- movie. Animated classic. Classic movie, classic Christmas song. Frosty. All around. Um I don't know if you've seen this movie. Uh White Christmas. The no. Christmas movie with Bing Crosby from I don't know when that came out. Probably, probably in the fifties. Something like that. Yeah. I haven't seen it. It's actually a really good movie. Um the music in it is pretty good. All the musical numbers that they have, I really like. Uh it's just a good movie. Good movie. It's very it's very relaxed and there's not, you know, like these there's not like high stakes or anything to the movie as with most Christmas movies. It's just Bing Crosby with his beautiful voice singing to you every now and then and it's it's really relaxing. It's a good movie. Um I've seen this movie one time. Miracle on 34th Street. That's a Christmas movie? Yes. I you, have no idea. I, what do you mean you didn't What do you mean What do you mean? I haven't heard of that movie. I mean, I've heard of that movie I never watched it. So I I I didn't think it was a Christmas movie. Yes, very Christmas movie. Um, very, very, very Christmas movie. It's a really good movie. I haven't seen it in years because I don't think we own it, mm. but I do remember loving it. And then last one, um, I don't know if your elementary school played this on loop every day around the holidays. My school did, but I still love it. Is the Polar Express? Oh, I didn't even think about the Polar Express. That almost made my top five. It almost edged out the Santa Claus movie. I was, I was wrestling with myself. Yeah, that's a good one to put. That's a good one to put top five. I, I I agree with that. If if you did that, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad. A lot of people do not like Polar Express. There's some stigma to not liking the movie. I don't know what it is, but a mm. lot of people just have this disdain for it, and they just don't think it's that good. And I think those people are idiots, and they <laughs> they sh- they're they should be part of that group that isn't allowed to read. They all belong in that group. <laughs> <laughs> I think and I think the animation's a little rough in some parts. In some parts, I'm not saying it's oh all for rough. sure. The story is endearing, and I think the voice acting is great. It's another Tom Hanks one, right? Yeah, Tom Hanks voices like eighteen people in the movie. It's 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 really good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and nitpick at it. It's it's a good movie. It's 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 it passes as a Christmas movie. It's a good Christmas movie. And like the way they had Tom Hanks voice different people is just so interesting because he voices obviously the train conductor, mm-hmm. and then he voices the the hobo? seemingly homeless person that is like the friend, um, and then he voices Santa Claus at the very end. So he just so eighteen people, (laughs) (laughs) precisely eighteen. Precisely eighteen. So it's like there's like this, there's this relationship between all the people that he's voicing. Yep. And and then like it's it after he's about to fall off the train and he doesn't. It kind of seems like the homeless person himself is an angel of the train. Like he was talking about how an angel saved him at Mm. one point in his life, but then he was the one that somehow saved him. And he's like he's he's all these different characters of Christmas. Like he's the embodiment of it in Santa, and he's the fanatic of it in the train, and he's the homeless guy that 
is just kind of around it yeah. and, and like believes in the spirit of it, but like has no one to celebrate it with, but still has that spirit. He's just all these different. I think it's so good. And I think he voices, he voices the dad as well. Oh, really? Of the kid, the one that's like kind of cynical mm. and it doesn't believe in Santa, obviously, because he doesn't hear the bell. Yeah. So he plays someone that doesn't even believe in Santa in the first place. I just, it's so good. Yeah. It's so interesting. It's good. Tom Hanks. Love you, guy. Tom Hanks, if you're listening to this. Tom Hanks. You know what? <laughs> Hit us up. Um, Cheers to Tom Hanks. I'm going to give you. Clink. I, I, you know, I'm going to give you a case of water. You deserve it. That's all I guess. That's all he deserves. That's all I can afford. <laughs> We're kind of broke, guys. <laughs> 22-year-old college students? No. Yeah. They're not broke. Yeah. They're yeah. overflowing with cash. <laughs> We're fluxed, bro. We're fluxing. All right. So, we've exhausted. We've talked about every Christmas movie there ever is. Every single one of them. If you if you contact either one of us and say, what about this Christmas movie? It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist because we talked about all of them. So, don't contact us. <laughs> 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 don't contact us. Don't tweet at us. I don't want to hear from you. No, I nope. Nope. No, 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 no. Nope. <laughs> so I thought we should talk about some Christmas gifts we, we, we have received in the past. A gift that we've received in the past. Gift. Okay. Uh, do you want to start? Um, I only have like three or four written down. So okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try and think of more as I come along, but okay. I, that's all I really think of. So, okay. Here's where I'll start. I mentioned. I think we talked about this in the very first episode. How much I love Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't allowed to to read or watch Harry Potter growing up, and when I finally was allowed was one Christmas when at every Christmas there's this box that my mom has. It's the same box every year, and the four of us kids we grab one of the corners, we open it, and there's half a bajillion movies inside that she bought that we now own. You know, in DVD form. Hmm. Um, we always get a ton of movies every Christmas in one big box. It's really cool. And one of the years was the Harry Potter movies. And that's – so obviously once that happened, I watched all the Harry Potter movies for the first time. I hadn't ever read any of the books. But watching those movies for the first time is obviously what introduced me to Harry Potter. And then I read the books. And then I watched the movies again. And then I read the books again. And then I watched the movies again. And I've seen them a billion times. And I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. And that started – from my Christmas gift of Harry Potter movies that she gave all of us. And Harry Potter is a very Christmas centric franchise. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the years before they just have this ongoing battle uh that gets way more serious in the latter half of it. Every year there's there's uh there's a very Christmas portion mm-hmm. of all the Harry Potter books. Um yeah. and the movies obviously. So yeah, the Harry Potter movies would uh I would, I guess, I would say a fairly large turning point in my life when I finally got to be introduced to Harry Potter, because that's so that that's something I hold in such high regard now. Mm-hmm. And it was a Christmas present, so Harry Potter movies. Harry Potter, gotta love Harry Potter. Um, one of my favorite Christmas gifts of all time. This is gonna make you laugh. Okay, is the Chris Pratt <laughs> stand. <laughs> Uh, cardboard cutout that you gave me yeah. for Christmas. That has been such a long-standing bit in my life. Uh, you gave it to me now four years ago. I was about to say that. I think that's four years now. Yeah. Yeah. You gave it to me four years ago. It's 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 a Star Lord uh, cutout, 
and it's been in my room for four years. It's life size. It's life size. It's the full six foot whatever. Um, and it's it scared people when they walk in my room. <laughs> people have said, "Why is that there?" I'm like, "It's a Christmas gift," and I have loved that thing ever since you gave it to me. So you you made the list, Kyle. Yes. <laughs> yes. I doubt I made your list, but I don't I don't know. Uh, no, you did. I did. You did. Which I was I meant to say it with the Harry Potter movies thing is you gave me one a little pop, a Harry Potter pop. Harry one, Potter pop. A little, you, <laughs> the you know, pop vinyl. Yeah, the little pop figures. But I have a little Harry Potter one that you gave me, That's and he's right. in his um, he's in his just his Hogwarts school gear with the robe and everything, and I love that thing. One of the sides of the glasses is broken. And it has been for a while now. Really? Yeah, but it's it's not like noticeable. Like it still sits perfectly on his eyes. Mm-hmm. But you can just if you tap the glasses, it would fall off a little bit. Interesting. Just, so, but yeah, that's I love that thing. It's just it's a tiny little cute little little guy that I little that guy. I like. That's a dang little guy right there. Too cute, dang little guy. Um, let's see. Okay, here. Uh, one year the four of us all got iPods. So another way my my mom does things specifically during Christmas is uh, and in the living room. Obviously, there are wrapped presents under the tree. And then the four of us have almost like a station that is, quote unquote, assigned to us in the living room. Huh. So there's there will just be like a set of gifts just kind of laying on the floor with like a piece of stationary pa- paper that says Walter. And those are all Walter's gifts that maybe uh, she thought were, you know, maybe not not the biggest ones that he would want to unwrap, but something that's that's cool that he would like right then, you know, just to kind of be there. Mm. And one year, the thing that all four of us got, we, we all had an iPod sitting at our, our little station. And we didn't have phones yet. Uh, I didn't get a phone till 10th grade. Mm-hmm. I forget how old I was when I got that. I know I was in middle school. Um, but yeah, I got an iPod and then... You know, that introduced me to this whole world of um, mobile mobile games and <laughs> yeah music that I'd never gotten to hear before because I could have just access to all different kinds of music. Even though, like, free music streaming wasn't a thing yet, yeah, I was able to find more music on my own time. And so I got introduced to a lot more music. Like, I found Queen that way, I think. And I found... Wow. Because growing up, we just listened to a lot of contemporary Christian music because we were... It was... It was a very sheltered Christian grow up. And then as we got older, we were allowed to be exposed to more things. And so I found things, you know, like Queen and Billy Joel and Elton John and these people that I love and are Frank Sinatra, people that are in my top list of artists I found because of my iPod. Yeah. I had a very similar experience. I, I remember one Christmas getting passed down an iPod or, you know, something like that, or I got getting a, a Nano or something like that and being exposed, exposed to a lot of new music. And it's, I'm, it's a, part of like burgeoning childhood that like you remember very specifically. And then like, like I said, that also I got to be a part of the, the fruit ninja craze and the doodle jump and all these angry birds though. I honestly didn't play angry birds that much. I, I wasn't that big of a fan of it, but I played it because you know, everybody, everyone else did. Temple run. Do you remember? Dude, I was, (laughs) let me tell you a story about (laughs) temple run. Temple run. So that is a game that is probably a mobile game. Of all the mobile games that I've played, I just I have a lot of just throwaway ones that I just play for a couple of minutes in downtime. Temple Run probably has my highest amount of gameplay time. Really? I would have to guess. Is Temple Run, maybe Clash of Clans is above it with how much I played when I was younger. But Temple Run is high up there. And I remember one time 
I was waiting um, at my optometrist. I was waiting for my appointment and I was just playing Temple Run. I think this is when I had gotten a phone at some point, but mm -hmm. I was playing Temple Run and, you know, it was speeding up and uh, things were catching up to me. But I kept going. I, I was getting <laughs> all these boosts and all these coins. And I was like, man, I just I can't be stopped right now. And I got to 10 million something points before I died. And 10 million was an insane number to get to. Like she called my name and I was still going. I was at like 8 million something. So I'm walking into the office playing Temple Run. And I sit God. down. I sit down. And I remember specifically I had it like – and I hated being this guy too. I hate I, – I do not like being the person on the phone when you're in an appointment or a meeting of some kind. Like put that thing away. Put it face down. You do not need it. But I was sitting there. I was I can't put this away. I, I, I can't pause it going this fast because I'll die the second I resume it later. And I can't close it because then I'll lose it all. So I'm sitting there playing and she's like – uh, what is the smallest letter you can read? And I like, I looked up for half a second. Like, <laughs> oh my like, god! I was looking up for half a second, still playing. I was like, uh, e, uh, uh what the F. heck? And I'm sitting there going from like screen to phone to screen to phone to screen to phone. My head is just moving all over the place. <laughs> and at some point, I finally died, and I was like, okay, I can relax. I'm so, I'm so sorry, Sharice. I was just, I was real busy. Sharice. <laughs> 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 and Jesus. I'm, I'm serious i must have sat there for probably it was probably about another two minutes that i was How sitting there how old with were her. you um that is hard to say like i can imagine like a 13 year old kyle doing this like i said i may have had a phone at this point i may not have right so because like i don't know if i did or not then i was between the ages of 12 to 14 to 15 somewhere around there i would guess that i was around the 13 ish age mm. but yeah i was that i was God. i was moving on that run that was that was a good high score i don't think i ever beat that score either no well uh another gift that i got at christmas this is one that i got from my my family was an xbox 360 it wasn't specifically given to me but it was given as a family gift the lesser console that's your console for some people, but this is this for my like uh, narrow, you know, path point of view. This was the best console ever. Like this was the best, and we got to connect eventually, which was some people say a failure. We loved to connect at my house. Yeah. I don't know why we just did. Um, it's the same reason we love the Wii, I guess. You know, which is different with the Wii. Yeah, it was. I mean, those are the connect felt fair, felt very family oriented. Mm -hmm. Same with it, the Wii did, and like. We, um, my family, we didn't have a Wii, but everyone in our family loved the Wii because when we were spending time at a friend's house, it was the Wii that we always played to play yeah. things like Smash and Mario Kart and stuff like that. So the Wii was held in high regard. But the way they gave it to us was pretty interesting. So at the time, we had an Xbox. Um, and this was the year that Xbox 360 was coming out, but gotcha. we had an Xbox. Um, and my sister had won it in like some kind of raffle, which is... The craziest thing you could ever say. Like, you won actually something <laughs> good in a raffle, but she won in a raffle. So, uh, we started opening up gifts, and I opened up Halo 3. And I was like, Halo 3? What? Like, I was I was blown away because I loved Halo. And Halo 3 was supposed to be, like, the best game of the year. And um, I was like, Dad, we got Halo 3. He's like, what does that say on there? And I was like, what? And he's like, Mom, did you, did you buy him this game? And and she was like, yeah, I bought him the game. It's for the Xbox, right? He's like, no, it's for the Xbox 360. Mm. 
And I was like, what? <laughs> like, we don't have an Xbox 360. And he was like, I'm sorry. We got to take it back. And I started crying. <laughs> like, the, And the girls had the same issue. They're like, I have a game Xbox 360 too. Like, mom, you're an idiot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and eventually they brought out the Xbox 360 that we. How old were you? Do I you was remember? probably nine years old. We were all a bunch of gullible yeah, idiots. So, so there's no way you were piecing this together. Like, they got no. me all these 360 games I, and we don't have a 360. Like, I can't play the 360 <laughs> games. And there's no way they got me a 360. <laughs> I was I was like eight years old, so like I was so gullible. Like I was <laughs> the most gullible being on the face of planet Earth, and they eventually brought out the 360. I've, I, if if Brittany, if you're listening to this, you have to do this to your children because <laughs> that is the it's like the best prank ever. I'm sure she's gonna do it someday. Um, I, I I mean I am <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it's the best. Uh, um, well, that's definitely something I remember from Christmas. In the same vein, uh, when our family when we got the PS2. I was very young, um, and I don't real I don't remember it that well. Mm. Um, but the reason that I bring it up as uh, one of my favorite gifts is because it allowed me to play Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. One of, not one of my favorite video game of all time. Wow! Is the first Kingdom Hearts, and I'm serious. On my old PlayStation Two uh, memory card, when memory cards were a thing, <laughs> yeah, I have. So on Kingdom Hearts, you could have 99 um, games. Like they had 99 uh, slots, slots for you to for save a new game. I had every single one of them filled with a fully completed game, where I had where I had gone and found every item, and I had I had crafted everything so I could make the ultimate Keyblade. I had beaten every boss. I had done everything. What boggles my mind about this, Kyle, is that you had the time and determination to do this, and do school. And do it well. Yeah, baby. I don't know how on earth you could have the time to do this. I had this weird condition when I was a kid where I just wouldn't beat games. If I, could, I mean, I would beat some of them, like Pokemon and like other of games. Course. But like there were games that I just, if I couldn't beat it, I just gave up and I just, and I just threw in the towel. Yeah, no, I, I was, know. I was the exact opposite. If I couldn't beat a game, I would sit there and I would play it for. I don't know how long until I got past, not even just beat the game, just got past whatever part I just could not get past. And I feel like we talked about this just recently. I feel like everybody does this where there's something you can't get past and you just kind of set it down and you come back the next day or a different day with yeah. cold fingers and you get past it on the very first try. Cold fingers just a good way to put it. <laughs> For whatever reason. Like yeah. You're not warmed up. Nothing's happened, but you get, you, you breeze past it. Yeah. For whatever reason. Um, PS2, huh? PS2, I uh, needed it, and obviously it introduced me to PlayStation. So I've, now I've obviously play a lot on the PS4, and will hopefully get myself a PS5 in the near future. Cause, Fingers crossed. Because I want it. <laughs> I want it. Um, another one. Uh, we my, my family has done this a couple of times. This kind of gimmick, uh, where they do like a scavenger hunt. On, yes. On yes. Christmas, I've done that once. They did like a scavenger hunt thing where like you know they had clues around the house for all of us and. We end up getting like a vacation at the end of it to win, gotcha, um, yeah. and that was a as always a fun thing. They always they there was one year that I was incredibly creative. Like she had it like in cookie jars, like she had clues inside the cookie jar all the way in the bottom. Like it was really well thought out. Like my mom was really creative in that way, um, and that's something that will always stick out in my memory. I think the problem is with all these big gifts is like the smaller ones. Like from like from like my childhood, I have no remembrance of them at all. <laughs> like I don't think about anything that I ever had, like a toy that I played with, like. I remember, I don't remember if it was my birthday or Christmas, but I remember waking up one morning and there was a bike in my room. 
Really? Like someone just brought a bike in my room. I don't know if it was like my birthday and I woke up and it was my birthday or it was Christmas. And they're looking outside or thinking about the outside doesn't help because Florida is <laughs> the same in winter and, and summer when my birthday's in the summer. So it's, it doesn't really help. No, yeah. So I couldn't, I couldn't imagine so snow outside. <laughs> um, but yeah, the crew, we, we, we went on two cruises that were both Christmas gifts. And then I think we had one Tennessee trip that we had for Christmas. Um, does your mom say this? Does your mom every year around like November when you bring up Christmas say, guys, it's not going to be a good Christmas this year. Don't even every, <laughs> every single year. And this is what makes not makes me mad. This is what amazes me every year is it every year. Cause you know, my mom is a single mom and mm-hmm. she doesn't make a whole lot of money with the way that she works. So every year it's um, guys. I mean, I, this probably won't be as big of a Christmas as it was last year. Like you might, you might not get as many things for Christmas this year. And every time I'm like, mom, that is okay. Like I understand. I'm also older than I ever was. I'm not yearning for gifts. I, I, I like to be home with you guys. I like when you get me stuff, but I'm, I'm not going crazy. If I don't get that many things, it's not a big deal. And every mm-hmm. year she's like, okay, well I just want you to know that it's going to be probably smaller Christmas. And then Christmas morning comes and there's still like 25 gifts around me and it takes four hours. Cause the way my family does it is we all open it individually. It's so like one person opens one gift and then pictures and then someone else pictures opens one gift, oh my and God. Then pictures and then I open one gift and pictures and then he opens one gift and pictures. Wow. Um, and there's still a bajillion gifts, which, you know, a lot of them are kind of smaller things that cost maybe a little less, but still are things that I love, like, like board games or just like some sort of Rubik's puzzle. And she always kills it every year. Yeah. And this year again, we're at home for Thanksgiving break. And my mom goes, okay, especially after this year with everything that's kind of been going on, uh, I have a, I have a little less money, so Christmas might not be as big. And I guarantee she's going to kill it just like she always does. <laughs> I, swear, I swear she's Superwoman. I do remember – I specifically remember waking up one Christmas morning. I don't know if, it, if somewhere in the timeline of my childhood my dad just got this huge bonus or something. But there was an overwhelming amount of gifts underneath the tree. So, <laughs> like it, it made all the other Christmases look like crap. Like, I remember <laughs> one year we were we were flexing, and I think it was the year that all of us were in the house, like all four of us. Um, and I remember like the like it came out onto the living room carpet and like just was everywhere, and you were just like, "Whoa!" Like <laughs> like where do I start? And like you know, and like in Home Alone two when they when they all wake up in the hotel. And they come out, and they got the got the owner of the toy store had sent a bajillion <laughs> gifts, and they're like hanging from the ceiling because there's no more room on the ground. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I'm really excited for Christmas this year. I'm always am. You yeah. know. Uh, I got a I got a couple other ones that I just want to throw out there. Kyle, uh, go ahead. I'm I I'm so, I apologize for cutting you off. A couple years ago, I got uh, a leather jacket leather, that I love. Leather jacket. I just, I want a leather jacket because I wanted to be cool, and now I am because mm-hmm. I have it. Um, okay. So this is one that I loved, loved as a kid. I use it all the time is, um, I think myself and my older and younger brother all got one. We got a bow and arrow. Ooh. So they, obviously they were dull arrows that we got those dull dull pointed arrows. And it was the company bear. Mm -hmm. And we had these, we had these kids bow and arrows and at the house we lived in at the time, um, we were, we were getting very, um, we were getting very situationally, situationally um, pampered, I guess, because mm-hmm. like the place we were living, the rent was super cheap because we, we knew the people and they let us live there for really cheap. 
So the and the the uh, the backyard that we had was two acres. It was it was quite a large backyard. Was this when you lived with John King? No, this oh. is uh, when I lived right in front of the high school. Gotcha. Um, and oh, gotcha. way back there, there was this for some reason that they came like this, and we never did anything about it. There was this huge hole in the backyard, and there was this big mound in front of it. And we didn't buy ever. We didn't ever buy targets or anything because they were they were dull arrows. They weren't going to go through anything except dirt. So we would just shoot at this dirt mound, and then when uh, Douglas and Robert also got bows very similar to this, and so we would sit right outside my house, and we would all get our bows, and we would shoot arrows at each other, <laughs> and you had to either dodge it or catch it. And we had a point system. Like if you got hit, you lost a point. And if you caught it, you got three. And if you dodged it, you got one. Um, and then obviously we'd play Russian roulette mm. to the best of our abilities. But shooting straight and up is very difficult. <laughs> so like we would shoot and be like last one standing. And the arrow would go like 40 feet away from <laughs> us. So we'd be like, we all stayed. Well, okay, cool. We all got point. Next round. Oh, that's funny. We would we would just shoot arrows at each other. And we even used it in one of the YouTube videos that we made. Oh, man. When we had our youtube channel <laughs> and we were doing this pizza delivery video and robert was the one delivering the pizza and we were all fighting over delivering this pizza and i shot the arrow at him and there's a there's there's a shot in the youtube video where he like jumps over it and catches it between his legs <laughs> while he's jumping over a bush it's honestly very cinematic um and that was because of the fact that i got that bow and then they all got a bow as well so wow very very fond memories of that bow i don't know why you said bow, and for some reason this came to mind, and I I definitely remember getting this on Christmas morning and looking at the box and screaming, and it's one of those moments where, as a kid where you just like you have a meltdown because how happy you are. Right. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I got a little electric dirt bike for Christmas one year. Really? Yeah. I did not know about this. I was pretty young. I was like this is before I think we were even really close friends at all. Okay, gotcha. Um. I was like six or seven, maybe eight years old, and it was this tiny little blue electric dirt bike that I rode into the ground. <laughs> I drove this thing so many times, and I would just do loops around the house, go rrr, 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 all around the house. And like, you know, my backyard has a steep hill. It's always yeah. looked like that. Like riding around the back of the house, I had to lean really hard uh -huh. and like get it up the hill and like push with my legs. Okay, then I have a question. Did the bike make that sound or was it you? No, it was the bike. Okay. It, it had a little, you know, like electric whirring sound, you know, from the engine. Um, I also, uh, I had just so many chronicles with that bike where I just ride it around because I wasn't allowed to go like ride it up the street because I was seven years old. Obviously, yeah. So crossing the road is dangerous, but giving a child an electric dirt bike <laughs> is less dangerous. Well, as long as you can see him when you ride it, you know. <laughs> so that's one of my. I mean, when I think of, I don't know why I didn't think of this when I was writing my list, but dirt you're, bike. You're probably one of the reasons that your hill is so steep now, is because you eroded the hill <laughs> with all your riding. You made it worse. No, it's always looked like that, but. Um, yeah, that's one of my favorite gifts of all time. Um, you it. mentioned scavenger hunt earlier, and we we had that one time. We all had to, and I don't remember it specifically. I do remember reaching behind the TV to get a clue that I had found, and it led us all outside where four bikes were lined up, and all four of us got a bike. Aww. And I still have that bike. Matter of fact, it's this it's this blue and white bike, and it. I honestly don't remember how old I was, but I must have been old enough where it was a semi decently sized bike mm. because when I first came to UF that was the bike I was using to ride around campus while I was living on campus 
Wow. I still fit on this thing. And obviously I'm over six feet tall now. So I don't remember how old I was when I got this bike, but it, it had to have been at a time where I was decently sized. Yeah, I guess so. Cause I was able to ride it. So that bike, I also rode that thing into the dirt. <laughs> like I, I replaced the chains on that probably four different times. And the wow. ones that are on there now are just brown and rusted. Cause I rode that so many times. And then last one here isn't anything huge. It's another small one that I love is my liar's dice game. I got that for Christmas. So I, I got introduced to the game from a friend of mine named Matthew from high school. Uh, we played liar's dice at his house. A couple of, a couple of us from high school, we were all hanging out at his place. Uh, I think we were like, we were all spending the weekend there cause it was some weekend during Christmas break or, mm. um, maybe it was even after high school and we were all just kind of in town. I don't remember. Yeah. But I played the game and I, it was so much fun. We played that game for hours. We must've played probably 30 rounds in a row of liar's dice. We played it for hours. And so I asked for it and for some reason you couldn't just find a game of liar's dice that also came with the board that I have. Liar's dice was just a, something you bought in like this wooden box that came with like cups that were stacked on top of each other and all the dice that you needed. But it came in like a six inch by four inch by four inch box. Like it all mm -hmm. fit into a fairly small box and there was no board. And I really wanted the board. Um, so I got Liar's Dice for Christmas and she had found, I guess maybe on Amazon or eBay or something, one of the additions that they had made with the board from like 1985. Still wow. in its saran wrap so I could have the board. And I mean, I've played that game a million times. I played it with you and Colin when he was over. Yep. We played it for about it's an hour game. or even more. Um, and I've gotten, not millions, I'm going to say it, millions of board games over the years for Christmas. Yeah. Just because I love board games and I always like to find new ones or tabletop games, like different things with cards like Punderdome yeah. that you got me. I think that was for my birthday, though. It was, yeah, I think so. But either way, just any tabletop, card, board game, whatever. I've gotten millions of them, and Liar's Dice is is uh, is top of, is one of the ones at the top of the list for me because I, I think I've played that one maybe the most next to things like Five Second Rule because everyone can understand that game. Yeah, Five Second Rule is an easy one. Yeah, and Liar's Dice is really easy too, but those two I've played a lot. And Super Fight. Super Fight Super I, got for Fight. I got for last Christmas, actually. I got Super Fight and two of the expansion packs. Oh, I love Super Fight. You and I used to play that. After we would, as we would be done at youth group, we would go to Whataburger yeah. with some people and we would, we would stay there until like 2 a.m. playing Super Fight with like that Ricky and Gabe. That was the life. Dude, that was the life. So we would, um, we would go on Wednesdays after our youth group. There was the bowling alley in our town on Wednesdays had a deal where you went and you still rented the shoes f for like $2 or whatever. Yep. And then each game you played was a quarter. A quarter. It was 25 cents. So we would go play four rounds of bowling on a Wednesday night for $3 in total. And then we would go to Whataburger, get some dinner, and play Super Fight until like 2 a.m. because Whataburger's open 24-7. Yep. And we just sit there playing Super Fight. And I have so many good memories of just even some of like the combinations that happened in that game. Yeah. I remember one time Ricky's character was um, – his character card was conjoined twins and then his two attributes were riding a centaur and depressed. 
<laughs> and, and that was what he had in the fight against. Yeah. I don't remember. There was like a hundred story turtle at some point. Ten story turtle. The ten. Oh, uh, the ten story turtle. Like, it, <laughs> there's such good memories from Super Fight and yeah. Super Fight's a good game. Now I have it. It's such a good game. Another another recommendation from. You know, get anything that we said that we've gotten for Christmas over the years. Get go yourself a dirt bike. Go buy yourself a PS2. And watch uh, Home Alone 2. And uh, Klaus, which neither of us has seen, but Jacob recommended <laughs> it. So I guess go watch that. We'll watch it before next episode. Yeah, will we? We'll watch it tonight. <sighs> okay, fine. Why don't you want to watch movies with me anymore? I'd, I Well, I've been in quarantine, and now I'm desensitized to the whole idea of sitting next to people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I do want to point out that we went through a whole Christmas episode without mentioning pentatonics one time. <laughs> uh, you know what? Because we didn't talk about Christmas music. Right, but I'm saying we went through a whole Christmas episode. We didn't even mention it one time. And you know what? I'm proud of it. I'm proud of us, too. Proud of it. You know what? Cheers to pentatonics. Well, my empty water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I have this glass of water. All right, guys. That about wraps this up. We are excited for things that are coming in 2021. We're also excited to get 2020 over with. We have one more episode this year before... One more. Yeah, before we close it out, we have one more episode coming out for you guys. It'll be coming out the same schedule. Uh, then we will be taking a holiday break, and then we'll, we come back in 2021. Sometime in January. We haven't figured out the semantics yet because um, my schedule is bazonkers. Mm -hmm. It's a word I made up just now to talk about how insane my schedule always is. There's not another word in the English language <laughs> that describes how, how crazy Kyle's schedule is, so... Anywho, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate all of y'all, and we will see y'all next week. Bye-bye. Love you. Mwah.